Welcome back, everyone, to the Toledo Matters podcast. This is episode 15. Uh, with you, as always, is your host, Bob Tucker, and your co-host, Danny Woodcock. And I am in the studio for the intro again. I think we're going to do this. It kind of gives a little bit more friendly dynamic when I, we're all in the same room. And, and we can drink together. It makes doing these shots easier. Can yeah. I open it now? <laughs> you can okay. open it now. Right. Why, well, don't you, why don't you explain yeah, what we're doing here? T- tell the Drinking. folks at home. No. no, no, no. <laughs> tell the folks what you're opening. A bottle of uh, Orange Tiger. It's on the way over here. Um, this this weekend, actually, Orange Tiger is going to be released from Toledo Spirits. We'll get to that in a minute. But on my way over here, I stopped and picked up a bottle. To so when we describe it, we know what we're talking about. What? Get that thing on a coaster. Oh, I don't. <laughs> give me a coaster. Then. All right. He's uh, since this is not visual, he's pouring a couple shots of this here. And and, and he kind of hinted at it. Toledo Spirits is a a local distillery that's. On its and he's, about he's going to, past the shot line, so we're doing we're doing shot and a half. Well, no, we're sipping this. This is good, fancy stuff. See, <laughs> it's a cool looking bottle too. It's totally unlabeled. It looks like uh, I watched real him raw. burn the plastic on top. It was amazing. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, a bottle made by Owens, Illinois. Might I add? I yep. checked the bottom. Nice. So, can you tell the folks what Toledo Spirits is? Uh, yeah, it's a local distillery. Which is cool. I think it's the first local distillery, right? Yeah, there's another one that... Rockwell's or... Is associated with, yeah, Mommy Bay. Mommy or, Bay, yeah, 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 Mommy Bay Brewing. Yeah. But I don't mm. think they're open yet. Yeah. Speaking of Mommy Bay, can I tell you guys about my Friday? Well, okay, should we taste this first? Yeah, yeah, let's, let's do see. this. All right. Here. And, and I, this, I, this is, you know, probably not great radio, but... That's we're, okay. We're, 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 we're All right, here we go. Here we go. Cheers. That is very orangey. Well, it's an orange liqueur. Yeah, no, that's it's not got bad. like a, almost a cognac type of uh, yeah. flavor to it. That's really good. Well, tell them good job. Yeah, because you know the the fellow behind that or something, right? Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Andrew Newby. It's, it's definitely strong. It is a. Uh, <laughs> it's very it's, strong. Here, I got the facts. It's an eighty proof bourbon barrel raised orange liqueur produced with a blend of fresh orange zest and a kiss of sugar. Hmm. So when I asked him to describe it, I was like, "Can you just describe it for me?" He's like, yeah, it's kind of like your mom with claws. She'll put you to bed, but it'll be a little rough. Mm, okay. I <laughs> okay. can see that. That's fair. That's yeah. Fair. So you were saying something about your Friday. Oh, yeah. Mommy Bay. Okay. So Friday night, I went to a local art uh, exhibit. Her name was Brittany Adams. It was at the House of Dow in the Old West End. There's a couple of, there's actually a lot of neat little art in this building. Uh, it's a duplex, and there was there were three local bands, and they were amazing. Couldn't believe for such a little venue how much fun they yeah. were. Uh, the bands I wrote them down: Alone Time, Tim Tornak, and the Time Travelers. I hope I didn't mispronounce him because they were phenomenal. That's a sweet name, I like that. Those guys were the amazing. Time Travelers, and then they good. closed out with Schmotel. Um, rock or what? Yeah, it was kind of like smooth, smoothie rock. Right. Cool. Like the the best comparison I could make was Tim. Tim Koronek, he sounded a lot like George Ezra, and I like George Ezra a lot. I sang Budapest. Anyway, it's no great. Yeah, sorry. About. Over our heads, sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the artist was a somewhat of a nude artist. Like, all of her pictures were of her naked. Okay. And they were very weird angles, like real up close on all the all the stuff. And Danny's making hand gestures <laughs> that you can't see that we probably won't shouldn't and, go uh, into. So the background <laughs> was, the background of the projector was like a newspaper and then the pictures would kind of flash in and out, in and out, with some subliminal, provocative messaging. That crazy. So she's like a local, a local artist then. Yeah, yeah. Saturday, Nate and I did something pretty cool. We went to the uh, the card 
instructions testing for um, Master Thief. Master Thief. Master and that was Thief very interesting. I've never games. done that before. It was no, pretty fun either. to kind of uh, be able to sit there with the person who made something and be like, man, this doesn't, this part doesn't work at all. <laughs> and they're like, cool, awesome. Like, that's really, I'm, I'm going to take some notes on that. And I'm like, all right. Uh, but yeah, it was a pretty fun game once we figured it out. And I think, oh, I yeah. think it was probably helpful to them. Yeah. The no, feedback we gave them and stuff. And to remind the listeners at home, one of the guys behind Master Thief redid our logo, Jacob Parr. Yeah. So front of the show. He did not redo yep. our logo. He did our logo. Right. Our only yeah. real logo. He I did mean, it. Yeah. Redo. He didn't really, I think, take any any of your... He created our logo. <laughs> Jacob yeah. Parr, you are the man. Yeah. And your game, I think your game is fun. And, and once we figured out the rules, we were having a good time. And I think once you add the pictures to Give the Give me those holographic cards. Right. We'll be, yeah, we'll be good. Um, but yeah, so that was fun. I, I'm, uh, I'm sorry I missed that one. That, it sounded like it was a fun night. Yeah, it was too much fun. <laughs> I had way too Sorry. much fun. I uh, I went a little hard uh, that night. <laughs> yeah. It's been a long time since I hung out with the 23 to 25-year-old crowd, you know? So <laughs> Yeah, I, I would have tried to come to that, but I, I was uh, stuck up north in Michigan. Well, not stuck. I, I would have loved to see where your night ended if his night ended the way it did. <laughs> oh, I would have left hours before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bob would have left after the The duck out the point cards. was when we left that card game. Yeah. And we're walking back to my apartment. Yeah, see, I, I was up north with my firm we, we do like um an annual ski trip really where half of uh half of us go to the casino and half of us go skiing so I, that, that was fun you were in the skiing i was in the ski, I think you talked ski about it a little bit last time right? so that was good except sunday morning i woke up with the flu which was no fun for the four yeah, hour sucks. drive home but well, here coming we're doing another shot it looks like Danny's, you Danny's want one bob didn't finish you want i am good i'll just do a little do a little here you pour your own so right. today's show we have i don't think we've even said this yet no nope. we have uh dave schlodecker who is the uh, executive director of Leadership Toledo. And uh, he, he has an interesting history in Toledo, uh, former executive at Owens Corning and stuff. And uh, he, he, we had trouble getting questions in because he, he's... he's He's a great speaker. He's a great speaker, <laughs> Which yeah. is fine because, you know, we don't usually write very many questions. Yeah, no, so. <laughs> no. It was it literally was, one. So that works out good. I thought it was very entertaining, <laughs> and, and I, I'm sure everybody will enjoy it. We're going we're gonna to talk about Restaurant Week in this episode. Oh, that yeah. is yeah. happening this weekend, people. Well, if you haven't heard about this yet, and, and that's okay. We'll, we'll inform you. If you're listening to this on Thursday when this kind of comes out... Um, <laughs> Well, I mean, we, we, it comes out Wednesday night, but then we promote it on Thursday. Right. So. You just gave away our secret. Right. Oh, now anybody, everybody anybody knows, who subscribes Bob. on RSS will no, know that. Doug's but. not the only guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so Thursday night um, is the Restaurant Week kickoff party at, uh, at the Secor building. I don't know if there's still tickets available, but if there are, you can find them at Leadership Toledo's website or Leadership Toledo. But it goes on all week, all the other events. Yeah, and, stuff, and then so the actual restaurant keep week checking it out. starts. So the this scoop weekend. is March seventh to the thirteenth. There's over over forty local restaurants. Forty one, I think. Yeah. Well done. There's over 40, 41 local restaurants and eateries offering up deals every single day from March seventh to the thirteenth. It's not like one day one restaurant has a deal. They all have them the whole week. And yeah, so if you haven't done them before, the participating restaurants have like a special little menu, like the restaurant week meadow menu. And you, if you order something off of that, you, you, you get the deal basically. That's, that's the deal. And then, um, if you order something off that menu, the proceeds or the profits, some, some, the money somehow, uh, goes toward the youth leadership to leader programs, which you'll hear which about. Yeah. We'll in, hear in, in Dave's detail interview. for sure. Yeah. Um, and then also Friday night is beer fest. Saturday yeah. night is wine fest. So I got that. I got that going all. on in Toledo right now. Here we go. Friday night is the 10th annual Glass City Beer Festival. Friday, March 4th at the Lucas County Rec Center, hall number two, 40 craft breweries will be showcasing over 230 beers. 
get out there and get your drink on. Have you guys ever been to the beer fest? Oh, I, I, I used to work it. Yeah. Oh, seriously? Yeah, it's, it's pretty fun. It's a lot of it's fun. Good time. I don't yeah. think I've ever been to the Lucas County Rec Center. Well, it used to be at the <laughs> your street market, and then right. they kind of outgrew it. And oh, the okay. and the in the the rec center used to be much better than it is now. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, so it, it's a great event, and it, it's all for charity too. It's for the Northwest Ohio Hemophilia Foundation and and Camp Courageous. Yeah, right. yeah. So Slash the arc of Northwest Ohio. So drink some beer. It, it's a, it's a good causes. thing. And yeah. So there's one alcohol event this weekend. Here's the, here we, we're just going to keep rolling on the same train. That's why we're <laughs> casually drinking in the studio today. Saturday, the release of Orange Tiger. This this bottle we're sipping on right here. The release of Orange Tiger at the Toledo Spirits Distillery, 1301 North Summit. It's an 80 proof bourbon barrel raised orange liqueur produced with a blend of fresh orange zest and a kiss of sugar. Later Saturday is the Glass City Wine Festival. Taste some local wines and regional wines while sampling gourmet cheeses and fare from local restaurants. Ooh, oh, cheese. And there will be a plethora cheese. of local vendors set up selling unique gifts and household treasures. There are three different sessions to buy tickets for, 1 p.m., 5 p.m., and 6 p.m. The 12 noon was all sold out. Yep. And I hope that didn't sound like plugs because these people didn't pay us. I just <laughs> they didn't even know yeah. about us. <laughs> I just wrote it down. <laughs> I had to disclaim. But that's what we do here. We do free yeah. advertising for companies that don't even know we exist. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so tell them we exist, please. But, um, <laughs> Great. So thanks, everybody, and uh, enjoy on time with the show. Dave's interview. Now, Dave, are you from Toledo, or I grew up in Toledo. In fact, I grew up really close to here, where we are in Westmoreland. I was right across the park, mm -hmm. the the poor end of the park, over by Prometica, what was then just Toledo Hospital. Yeah, yeah, it's a it was a great place to grow up, and uh, Parkside was our was our main street. <laughs> yeah. When you went to Jayzu, you were part of the Parkside community. Right, right, right. And for those who don't know, we, we are currently sitting, we record in a house in Westmoreland, not too far from Parkside and Jesu. Well, Danny's giving yeah, me a funny look Yeah, I was like, what's Jesu? It, it's, it's a Catholic <laughs> church and, and, and grade school right over here. Got it. Is Thanks. it still a grade school now? Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It is. And it's a, like a nunnery as well, right? Well, that's well there's a convent street. right here, okay, right, yeah. real close to us here. There's yeah. a cloistered convent and uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful location. They, uh, I used to, I used to serve mass there as a little boy. And <laughs> if you were a real good little boy, sometimes they made you breakfast and all the bread was homemade. The butter was churned there. The jam was there. So wow. it was a great duty to have <laughs> other than it was six 30 in the morning. Right. Uh, details, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, Dave, I, I know you through Leadership Toledo. You're, you're the executive director of Leadership Toledo. I am indeed. Which... Uh, is there's more tentacles involved with that than might seem just from that that title. Uh, but before you were involved with Leadership Toledo, what what were you up to? Well, once I got out of prison, no, no, wait a minute. <laughs> you mean law school, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, law school. I meant straight uh, from mass to prison. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we're not going down that road any farther. Um, I. Uh, uh, I left left Toledo, went to Xavier, and yeah. had uh, three years there, plus a year at the University of Vienna, and uh, was fortunate enough to meet a wonderful California girl, which was really awesome because that's when the Beach Boys were singing about California girls. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, nice. 40, 46 years later, we're still married. 
and um, went to uh, three years with Uncle Sam, and that's what uh, healthy males did in the late 60s when the Vietnam War was going on, and then three years in San Diego in law school, and because I wanted to make sure I returned to my roots, oh no, wait a minute, it's where I could get a job. Uh, we moved <laughs> from San Diego to Cleveland, and I had three years at uh, Sherwin-Williams, and hmm. all just specializing in environmental and health and safety law. That yeah. was pretty much my whole, my whole gig. And it was time to move on from there. And the closest job that made some sense was at uh, Owens Corning. And interesting, the recruiter on the phone is talking to me about, won't tell me what city. It's just a really <laughs> nice family-centered city, yada, 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 reasonably close to where you're living now. I'm living in Cleveland in the 70s, not that special. <laughs> and uh, finally, when she said it was Toledo, I said, uh, if you'd looked at my resume a little closer, you might have seen that I grew up. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I said, there's no problem moving back to Toledo. So yeah. we did. And I promised my wife it was a two year job because <laughs> I wanted to live in different parts of the world. It was clearly one of the better lies I've told her. So here we are from 1978 to 2016. And I'm this cheerleader for the city that I love. So yeah. um, it was um, it's been a wonderful journey. Yeah. And um, you, you were at Owens Corning for I was a at long Owens time, Corning right? for 19 yeah. years and uh, started off as a staff lawyer doing environmental and, and safety. And a big manufacturing company like that, there was plenty of work for environmental <laughs> and safety. But I had my own goal there. And, and really, the main goal I had after have fun and uh, work fairly for the amount they pay you, I wanted to be <laughs> the I wanted to be the first lawyer to get into general management. Uh, other than the general counsel. Sure, yeah. And uh, I did that by uh, taking over the environmental. I took over my client's job uh, running the environmental sampling, testing, um, analysis, uh, head of safety, and then ultimately a vice president and uh, headed up regulatory law in that area. of. And, and that was really rewarding. I enjoyed it a lot. I enjoyed being on the road 40% of the time. Oh, no, wait a minute. <laughs> I didn't enjoy that. Well, it would depend how old the kids were. Sure, yeah. There were times. There were times it was okay. And then 1996, I just had an itch, and I didn't know what the itch was. Sure. So I, I left and uh, spent a year doing a whole lot for Young Life, trying to help them get established in town. and. And um, for, for, for Young Life? What, what's Young, Young Life, Life is a non-denominational Christian youth group in high schools. And okay. it's just, um, you know, one more way to maybe keep kids on a, on a straight and narrow path. And uh, a couple of my kids had been participants, not gung-ho, but they were participants enough that I was impressed with the organization. So I, it, and it gave me an opportunity to work with high school kids, which I really enjoyed. And I was at that point really involved in Hobie, Hugh O'Brien Youth Leadership, a weekend retreat for sophomores in high school, and I really liked doing that. In fact, I left after one time giving a speech, and I said, gee, if you need any other help, let me know. The next five years, <laughs> I, ran the, yeah, I ran the <laughs> seminar for five years, and I ran the state program for five years as a volunteer. But that probably Jeez. all was part of getting me leading to coming to Leadership Toledo. So then I spent four years, after this year of kind of knocking around, yeah. uh, I decided I better get a job because the kids were college age. And um, yeah. so I, I went to a law firm, Marshall and Melhorn here and, and practice environmental law. No one's corning was my best client. And then I heard a, I heard a, 
brand new graduate of Waite High School talking about this program that changed her life. Just a delightful young lady. It was at our uh, Kiwanis luncheon meeting. And uh, I talked to her about why, because I was really interested in Hobie and kids this age. And she, she talked about uh, this program gave her confidence and it, and it really was the first group who believed in her. So I got a hold of the lady who ran it. I knew her. I just didn't know what the heck she did. I mean, what's, <laughs> what's leadership Toledo? Duh. Sure. So uh, and I said, Karen, if if your youth guy ever leaves, I'd really be interested. And she called me six weeks later. Wow. And she said, he wants to go back and get a master's. Are you serious? So I left the law firm, and I was doing well there. And I took a job as the youth director for $22,000 and free parking. Yeah, oh, yeah. all right. So that was great. And, Rich benefits. You know, I was in my... I was in my uh, early fifties. And so it was a, it was a great career step as long as you're not plotting it. <laughs> if you look at the graph of salary, it was a little rough. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Holy crap. <laughs> it was great fun though. So I, I was there and once the board and the, uh, folks around leadership Twitter realized that this guy wasn't totally crazy giving up this one <laughs> career to come and be the youth director in a windowless office. Um, <laughs> then <laughs> then uh, Karen decided to retire and they made me executive director. And, and uh, it's been uh, absolutely, I'm coming up on 15 of the most wonderful years in my life. And yeah. I appreciate that. Uh, all the turmoils and education I went through is to be where I am now. Yeah. And um, full disclosure, I'm a graduate of the 2014 class of yes, the indeed. Adult Leadership uh, Toledo, uh, and I enjoyed it. I, I really, you know, I went into it not really knowing what it was and being perhaps a little skeptical. And uh, <laughs> Well, that's how I got hired. <laughs> sure, sure. But, you know, I, it, we, we had a great group of people, and, and it was really interesting. And how about... Um, for folks who just have no idea what Leadership Toledo is, can you, can you give us a little thumbnail sketch? In 1976, a group of, I'd like to say leaders, but I can say men, because that's what was, who the leaders <laughs> were then, started meeting occasionally about once a month or so in my brother's place, uh, the upstairs, not in business anymore, uh, luncheon joint at Trinity Episcopal Church downtown and talking about what does downtown Toledo need. And some of the things that came out of those meetings were the renovation of Summit Street and, and the what was then the OI building and, and Portside, and, and uh, uh, really good things came out. But after, after a, a, some period of time, it was like, gee, maybe we ought to meet more than lunch, and they turned into afternoon sessions once a month or so. They'd bring a speaker in, someone motivational. And by 1980, they were saying, let's make this formalized and turn it into a program. And they looked around at what kind of programs are around the country. Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of programs like ours. Most cities or counties have uh, a program that teach people to become the servant leaders. Who are going to be the people willing to sit on boards? Who are the ones willing to help not-for-profit organizations? Who are the ones willing to get involved in government? So our tagline is lead, connect, grow, and serve. And that just sums up what we do. We want to teach people to be more comfortable being leaders, how to be better leaders. We want them to connect with like-minded people. That's really important. So you're yep. you're having fun while you're doing it. It's no oh, fun absolutely. to go out and do all this if you're if you're alone. Yeah. And we want you to grow in your in your comfort level to to lead and also in your knowledge of the community. And all that ends up being part of we want you to become servant leaders in the community. And we do that for the adult classes you mentioned, Bob. It's it's uh, 
year long, starts at Labor Day, ends about Memorial Day, about a day a month, and we cover a different subject every month. And um, needs in the community, interests in the community, history of the community. You can love your community better if you know it. Yeah. So oh, we yeah. always go to Woodlawn oh, yeah. Cemetery, and what a great place to talk about the history of, of Toledo. That's a great example. You know, that's a place I, you know, I drove by all the time without... You know, I'd go there for like a funeral or every now and then, mm-hmm. and then just forget about it. But then there's, <laughs> you go there and you look around at like the names on the monuments and just the monuments themselves yeah. are, are really impressive. That, yeah, that day in particular, which uh, at least in my year, we, we did the, the bus tour mm-hmm. with, I think, Ted Long. Ted Long. Who, yeah. who kind of gives like, this is the history of where you're, of what we're looking at. And part of that was going into Woodlawn and talking about the families that, 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 that helped build Toledo and this is where they're, they're buried and all that. Where's that, Woodlawn? Where's um, Secor. Well, no, well, not Secor. It, it's uh, Av- Avondale and, and it's down at the corner of 475 and 75. If yeah. you're okay. In, in okay. the, in, that would be the Northwest corner. It's, yeah. cool. it's a big place and it's really <laughs> worth going in. We, one of the things that we do in the adult class and in our youth class, I'll talk about them in a minute, but one of the things we do is a project. And yeah. everybody gets involved working with a not-for-profit in a small group of maybe five to eight people. One of our projects this year is for Woodlawn Cemetery to try and market it better, not for the sales of the crypts, but for <laughs> a, a beautiful place. It's one of the real birding areas in Northwest Ohio. Yeah. Uh, the, wow. the birders come from all over to go to Woodlawn Cemetery. Yeah, birding's huge up here. Yeah, it really is. And that's one of the, the real, it's a peaceful place for the birds. There's a lot of water because there's lakes and a stream. Yeah. And uh, really, a, really a great place. That's just kind of a... Probably uh, not too populated for the most part. Not for the most part. Um, you know, you get a few visitors now and then, but it's, it's uh, and there are a lot of deer there too. Um, I, a word about Ted Long, our tour yeah. guide. Uh, Ted went through the program. Yeah. And one of the really wonderful things in... Uh, if Ted hasn't been on the show, you need to get him on the show. He's on our list. We haven't asked him. Good. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, Ted was on the tour when he went through the program, and we were going through the old West End. And at that time, the Libby House, which is the, the yellow house right behind the glass pavilion, was in significant disrepair with great concern about what would happen to it. And these are the people who lived in the house while the art museum was built and paid for the art museum or a good part of it. And uh, our tour guide at the time, Ted Ligabell, said, uh, you know, this has just fallen in disrepair. And some kind of loudmouth guy in the class says, (laughs) well, why doesn't somebody do something about it? And Ted Ligabell looks at him and says, well, then do something. (laughs) And it was Ted Long saying that. And Ted formed a not-for-profit. A group of them got together, raised enough money to buy the house, and the house has now been converted and it's available for use in the space. That's the kind of thing that comes out of lead, connect, grow and serve. Yeah. So, uh, I give, I give great credit to, to Ted. He's just done a great job on many different things in the community, but, uh, that's a living example of what we do, but we do it in all kinds, all areas. Yeah. It's just really fun. Yeah, no, I, and beyond the, the, you know, the meetings where you, you hear interesting speakers, you do interesting things. It's also the people too. I mean, mm-hmm. um, I think my year we had 40 some yeah, folks up 45 ish. Yeah. Something like yeah. That. From, I try to limit it at 45. Yeah. From all, you know, as a lawyer, I'm in too many groups that are just dominated <laughs> by lawyers, you know, where, or, or ones who'd like to not be lawyers anymore. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and and it, it, at least it, it was a pretty interesting, um, uh, group of people in that there were maybe well, there were some lawyers, but I mean mm-hmm. there were there were plenty who were not, which 
I always appreciate. And, yeah. and you know, you go out for drinks and you, you get to know each other. And Well, that's was, not a formal part of our that, program, okay, but, but, <laughs> but as part of the Connect and Lead Connect it serve, uh, we do encourage it. <laughs> I've been even known to participate in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's interesting. You said lead, connect, grow, and serve. Three or four of those are United Way Emerging Leaders groups now, too. I'm on the serve committee. I knew I recognized those from somewhere. Sorry. <laughs> Go on. My well, we've um, we've used them a long time, and it just easily sums up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So after after a few years of success in the adult program, the board brought a, a project forward to the class and asked the class if there should be a youth program, and if so, what would it be like in Toledo? It didn't get picked the first year, which I find so ironic. Uh, but the second year, the, they presented it again, and, the, and a class picked it, and they put together what a program might look like, a youth-serving program uh, modeled after the adult program. So Stephen McDonald uh, was hired and, and uh, ran it for a couple of years, and he was the one that then decided to go back and get a master's. And after uh, about two years of Youth Leadership Toledo being in existence, and again, it's it's... Modeled after the adult program, but obviously at a 15 to 16-year-old level. Right. So we do more on personal development, a little less on the community. We spend a lot of time in both programs trying to subtly, by example, show that community is different for everybody. Mm -hmm. It's okay who you serve as long as you're serving your community you care about. And if that's if that's being the mayor, great. If it's being the person who is the, the coach of a of youth soccer team, Great, but serve it with gusto. Uh, our motto always is we don't want to train people to pick up the litter in the park. We want to train them to put together a program so there isn't litter in a park. Right. And that's that's real difference. And we work with the kids really hard on that, on that prospect. So we have one or two kids from every high school in Northwest Ohio in the program their sophomore year in high school. Uh, they're they're like-minded, but most of them don't know each other. If anything, they've maybe played on a sport or gone to a, a sports camp together and yeah. recognized the face or something, but very diverse group, and that's so important because a lot of our kids from out in the in the uh, real suburban and uh, rural area, they don't really know inner city kids and find out, oh, they're, oh, they're yeah. cool. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> they're really neat. They got a lot to offer and vice versa. Yeah, yeah. How, how do you pick those kids? The, the schools pick it. We, okay. we encourage the schools to ask a real simple question. Uh, put a, Have everybody write down a piece of paper. If you as a, this time of the year of your freshman year, if you need to go talk to somebody in your class about a personal problem, who do you go talk to? Nice. Yeah. Nice. Simple question and it works. Yep. It works. <laughs> That's interesting. Uh, you know, you get some that put down, you know, Bernie Sanders. And, <laughs> you know, feel the burn. You know, there has there has to be some humor in it. But, yeah. Uh, there, uh, but the vast majority are taken reasonably seriously. And then we give them the opportunity to come and learn a little bit about it because they're out of school for 10 days of the year so they have to be good students yeah right. and that's important and um then we have a program for our juniors and seniors in high school primarily those who've gone through youth leadership toledo but not exclusively and that's a program that we run actually for toledo community foundation to teach kids about philanthropy how to spell it what it is <laughs> how to, i'm not sure we succeed on that first part a, all the time it has a great acronym too the it, group. it does the, the acronym is yippee youth and philanthropy encouraging excellence yeah. awesome. in full disclosure i want to say the kids named it <laughs> right <laughs> yippee yippee 
<laughs> so actually, we're doing a, a, an overnight retreat Sunday and Monday, Valentine's Day and Monday. We've got uh, 20 plus kids coming for an overnight retreat, and we'll review all the requests for money that they've submitted. The kids raise the money. They get some seed oh, wow. money. But by the time the year's over, the kids have raised usually between fifteen, eighteen, twenty thousand dollars, and twelve to fifteen different organizations will get some money to help. Primarily, inner city or city youth programs. Sometimes an extra week at camp, an extra tutor for an after-school program, things like that. The kids learn so much. They learn to do yeah. personal asks. Yeah, asking people for money is not an easy tough. thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> no, and and everybody does it. And we hear back constantly that that was a life-changing event to get to the point of doing it. I, I, I want to talk about one really sure, yeah. delightful young lady. Um, if she hears the hears this, I'll be fine with her hearing. And she's just, <laughs> she's just wonderful, but she's very, very quiet. Yeah. And I was sitting next to her. We meet every other Sunday afternoon from two to four special. And, uh, <laughs> she was sitting next to me last year and, and, um, she really hadn't said much. I kind of hardly knew who she was cause I don't do a lot with the youth anymore. I've got, uh, you know, folks that do. And, um, I finally said, have you done a personal ask? And she's no, just kind of shook her head and somewhat mumbled. And I said, why don't you try? She said, well, who? And I said, well, I'm sitting here. <laughs> and she said, I don't know what I'd say. And I said, what do you want? And she said, well, I'd want some money. I said, why? <laughs> so she told me a little bit about one organization she was, she thought was important. And so that went on for you know three minutes, something like that. The next meeting she comes in and she's got a... She's got a smile from ear to ear. And she says, I got a thousand dollars. Now that is way out of the norm. <laughs> you know, the norm is 50, 20, yeah. you know, a thousand. I said, How did you get that? And she said, I asked. <laughs> That's great. So do they come up with their own things then, whatever projects they want to work on or things they want to try and fund they come up with that all on their own no we actually we actually send out requests for proposals okay. uh, we have we have the students about every other year because they're in it for two years a lot of them we have them do a survey sometimes they do it at their schools what are the big issues that are bothering you nice. kids in town now yeah we want input from the schools and then when they when they're through with that we evaluate them and and we don't really tell them why we do that, but when it comes, then we send out requests for proposals and we, we use um, our mailing list and we've got, you know, a thousand plus people on it and, and the Toledo Community Foundation Center for Nonprofit Resources and we get it publicized. So like right now we've got uh, 22 requests in for grants for about $40,000. So Jeez. they're not all going to make the cut, uh, but... The important part is now our kids have to decide what is important to you. Yeah. And in order to do that, then we'll have them reverting back to what did you say in October when we were doing those surveys? Does this fit within what you thought was important and what your classmates were telling you were important? And not just because it was such a beautiful presentation. <laughs> I've never seen anybody as cute as that little girl. You know, you, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, a lot of times they bring a little kid along to back sure, yeah. Yeah. Smart. It works. Smart yeah. Work. yeah that, that every time. So, so it's, it's just wonderful. Um, Sunday afternoon and Monday until about noon, we'll go through all of the, uh, proposals a lot of the proposals uh will come in the 
submitters will come in and, and give us a presentation on what they what they want, and that's important for the kids and and for us for follow up. But uh, I went through the proposals today, the requests, and the kids are going to really struggle. Uh, <laughs> they're really good this year. Not every year are they. I mean, some years they're yeah. oh, they're okay, but this year they're they're a lot of them, and they're really quality. That's so great. you know that started our three three basic programs and in all due respect to Martin Luther King about five, six years ago at one of our fundraising breakfasts, I gave my Dave had a dream speech <laughs> and, um, and I, and I apologized to Dr. King from the podium and, and said, uh, you know, it, uh, he had such a great idea and, and the dreams are working slowly, but they're working. And I said, my dream is if in leadership Toledo, we do a really good job of connecting with 40, 45 adults and 50 kids and another 20 or so in Yippie every year. Uh, what if instead of 80 or these 100, we were doing 800 or 8,000 and right. connecting with them? And, you know, it was my have a dream as a fundraiser. So, you know, you're, yeah, you're yeah. tugging at a heartstring for kids. You bring up a little kid up there. Yeah, sure. <laughs> no, well, we have our, we have our youth wear the t-shirts. Sure. Yeah. They, yeah. Yeah. That they, they open design. the door for you and say hi. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They do. <laughs> uh, if there's an empty seat at your table, they'll be sitting at your table too. Yep. Yep. Uh, we have to raise the money. We're not for profit. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> got to do some schmoozing. Flip forward to that was, that was in, uh, spring in in uh march in may i'm i'm away from out of town and my cell phone rings and my father was very ill at the time so i always was answering it and the other end of the phone, cell phone is uh a guy that says david don't hang up my name's sam beard you don't know me <laughs> i said uh okay what a start <laughs> got my attention yeah, yeah. he said do you ever hear the jefferson awards and I said, I've heard of the Jefferson Ooh. Awards. Aren't they the things for people who really do great things in the community? He said, yeah. He said, I was in town. We want to start a youth Jefferson Award program in Toledo. And the uh, folks in town said that you were the person I should talk to. He said, we have four going now. They're all pilots. And we'd like you to be the fifth pilot. And I said, well, let's get together and talk. So we did. And uh, we reached an agreement that we weren't going to do, we were not a cookie cutter city. We were going to do it our way or we didn't want to be a part of it. We Absolutely. knew, we knew our community. We know our schools. We can make it happen. Uh, we're, we have a students in action Jefferson award program that's embedded in every single high school in Northwest Ohio and in, in, uh, Bedford. And, uh, last year, our students volunteered 374,000 hours wow. in our community. Oh, nice. So we're at the annual Jefferson Award program for the adults, and they have a youth component now. And Sam Beard is, uh, it's, it's um, wine and cheese time. And <laughs> Sam Beard comes up and says, David, and there's a nice group of people around, which made me so happy. He said, I just want to tell you, you've got the best program in the country. <laughs> and I so wanted to say, because we didn't do cookie cutter, and we don't do cookie cutters in the schools. What works in your schools? Here's a shoebox. It's empty. Fill it up with volunteerism that'll work in your school. Yeah. And it works. The schools yeah. love it. Yeah. They just love it. We Last year, we presented 135. I think it was about 135 Jefferson Awards. Do you know how exciting Jeez. it is to give a kid something that a few adults get 
And some of the schools do it in the neatest places, the award ceremonies for honors at the end of the year. Other ones, they do it at um, Lake High School, does it at halftime at basketball games <laughs> so that the parents, the family, all the kids, yeah, see it. other yeah. schools oh, do it great. at fundraising times when, when all the students are there. So we have a competition among any of the schools that want to compete, and the school that wins, we have a panel of outside judges. Uh, the school that wins gets a... a all paid trip to DC to go to the Jefferson Awards, and it's a black tie event. And the school um, super or the the school um, supervisor, and of course a couple of leadership Toledo staff, <laughs> we, we go along and uh, have just an awesome time. It, it's awesome. great. Now, um, I think you guys are having voting right now for for that. Is that or or am I thinking something different? We are. Um, there, there is a new program in Jefferson Award okay. this year, and one of our schools is one of the finalists to, to okay. do that. So right, you can, you can actually go different. to our Leadership Toledo yeah. website, and it's a really neat program about a, a real simple thing. Uh, there's, been a, there's been a rash of suicides. I mean, it's, just, it's, it's a real problem in, in yeah. all the areas, but it certainly is here too. And it was a, a, just, just get a simple cord around your wrist with some knots in it and as a little reminder that somebody tied that knot who really loves or likes you, don't hurt yourself. Yeah. And it's so simple, but it's one of those things that works. Yeah, that, that is what I was thinking of because mm-hmm. uh, one of the people in charge, or one of the kids doing that is uh, the daughter of an attorney in my firm, and he was... Yeah. promoting so it's vote for this and yeah. vote for this yeah you can vote from every device <laughs> that's every really cool. day yeah yeah <laughs> and so we um we have a lot of fun then because we didn't have quite enough we do that with um up until just now we we do that everything we do with uh 3.4 people and um last uh 0.4 yeah well she's <laughs> she's two days a week yeah yeah <laughs> and, but uh i have to remind her that point four does not mean 40 hours it's yeah. christina white and and uh it's a constant reminder no 4.4 <laughs> uh, but she's wonderful the staff are just we're just just a happy good hard working fun group we uh i was i was enjoying a, a bottle of wine and some some uh, fresh oysters with a with Ooh. a dear friend <laughs> sounds no, good wait, that's the uh, wrong noise danny yeah, yeah. i don't like no, oysters no, no, wrong noise oh no with enough wine they slide right down. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 um we were we were talking about uh leadership toledo he's he's a uh, regularly a presenter for us and and bob anderson just a great guy and he has a new book that just came out one of one of toledo's really really bright people on uh human resources and, and management and um amazon amazon recommended business book that came out right before christmas so that's pretty cool but we were we were talking about a lot of things and and one of them was the servant the center for servant leadership and uh we had done a project for the center for servant leadership five or six years ago to help them get through a transition they had to get through because the two founders were both getting uh mature uh, one has <laughs> since uh, passed away and yeah. and the other is um on and off been pretty sick and uh, i got involved with it through the project and i went on the board for six months and with the with the hope that maybe someday we could we could merge because it really made some great sense but they weren't ready well bob is uh, president of the board and he said i think we're ready so I, hmm. I went and had a great chat with the co-founder, sister Nancy Westmeyer, and um, with the with the real intention that uh, 
the gaps we have in service learning, they fill. So if we merge our organizations together, we can have a, a continuum of service opportunity, learning opportunities from a 15-year-old to no upper age limit. So Sam Meldon, who's been on the program. Friend and, of the show. Sam yeah, friend of the show. And, <laughs> and Bryce Roberts, who are the, the two staff members at the Center for Servant Leadership, are, we're now in the process of, of uh, working out the kinks, putting our organizations together. Um, Sam and, and Bryce have moved into the office. Nice. Uh, I'm getting used to it now. Yeah. I used to have just my women around. And, and, um, <laughs> and Corey. No, Corey, Corey left us last, oh, did? last, oh. uh, last summer. I didn't yeah. know that. Okay. And um, so, yeah, I really had uh, my hands full with... with um, Two twenty-nine-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> so, so right now I have the pleasure of having this awesome staff. Um, for those of you who haven't figured it out, if I was around during the Vietnam War, I'm no spring chicken. Um, I'm younger than a lot of the presidential candidates, I will say. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> whether they have blonde hair that's theirs or not, or white hair, and, and sweet much, spray tan, much less insane yeah. than most of them. Yeah. As well. uh, thank you. <laughs> well, that's a low hurdle. Well, this. yeah, but. And I, and I think we need to check in with my wife before we confirm that. <laughs> You're taking a job doing what for how much? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah good point. So right now I've got this this terrific uh, leadership. Toledo has this terrific staff of uh, uh, 28, a 29, a 30, a 32 year old, um, a, a middle aged, and. Um, uh, 68, almost 69 year old. They keep me young, and it's just it's just a great uh, a great balancing act going on. Yeah, well, that's great. Uh, you know, I, I saw Sam coming out of the parking garage the other day, and it, it reminded me. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I work in the we Next share door. a parking garage. We yeah. do. <laughs> and and I was working in your building when I walked across and and decided to uh, make that a permanent yeah. walk across. So yeah, yeah. It was, it's been uh, it's been an incredible journey, but. I get to surround myself with just the coolest people. Yeah. I mean, if I just retired from a law firm, would I be sitting here today talking to you guys? I don't think so. Probably not. And this yeah. is a cool studio. Yeah. Hey, thanks. <laughs> well, th well thank props you. to Nate. Props yeah. to Nate. Yeah. Appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Usually there's some cool artwork in the corner. We'll show you later. I was, right. I was telling yeah. about that earlier. Yeah. <laughs> I still but, haven't put that back up since uh, Dr. Gaber was here. Yeah. <laughs> For listeners at home, we had some... Uh, Artfully done nudes in, in, in the studio that we took down because we thought it was inappropriate. They were perfect. They were right well, across from me. The we whole were time just I was we distracted. replaced it with some UT stuff for Dr. Gaber and just hasn't. Well, been, now there's some like little wooden. Yeah, Steph on the gets wall. in here and does her little changes that doesn't let me know about them. That's his wife. In, yeah, she's in, great. In all honesty, it's pretty boring. <laughs> <laughs> there's neat equipment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some awesome guitars, but yeah. uh, but you, the artwork's pretty boring. Do you play? No. Okay. No. Well, there, there went that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't play. I don't sing. I just beg for money. That's cool. We've yeah. all been there. When did you guys uh, start talking about merging with the Center for Servant Leadership? Well, it started in August, and uh, by by December, the board said, "Let's." Or November board meeting, our board said, nice. and their board said, "Let's make it happen." And this is when you are in the business I'm in of teaching and people to be effective, good board members. Mm -hmm. My board members, my executive committee really challenged me on every aspect of the merger. And, uh, with the, with the terrific 
input they gave, I had to stop and really make sure it wasn't a, a good gut reaction that, wow, this is so awesome, yeah, that yeah. it was really good for the community, for both organizations. And yeah. that's what a board's supposed to do. And, and they did a terrific job. And um, I'm, it was fun being cross-examined would be one way to put it. <laughs> That's good. Someone's always done a keep, Absolutely. challenge to keep you on your toes. So how does that merger affect the programs that we talked about going forward? All of our programs have had a servant leadership component to yeah. them because that's what we do. Sure. But this really gives an opportunity to bring in in Bryce and Sam, and particularly Bryce, who's uh, more the teacher on it, mm -hmm. and bring him into the programming and uh, make sure that we're flowing throughout the year on the concepts of servant leadership, yeah. which are, which are not that easy to describe. Right. But, Sam, uh, Sam was trying to do yeah, that with us. <laughs> but, but you know, it does, it does work. I mean, if you, if you think of the pyramid, instead of the, the leader at the top, the leader's at the bottom and the leader is supporting the other people and giving them the encouragement to go forward, to be the, the positive thinkers, to be the movers and shakers. Yeah. So we look at it and, and, uh, we'll have we'll have programs that in effect can be a graduate program for our leadership Toledo adults, uh, probably at some point for our youth too, if they want to yeah. maybe not be involved in Yippee, or maybe they are yippee. still want to go Yippee, go a little, <laughs> go a little deeper it's into catchy. it. I think we'll I think we'll do that. We're also looking uh, deep deeply at a, a program to introduce the concepts at uh, University of Toledo and Lourdes. So oh, there's some nice. opportunities there. And there are some there are some real opportunities to have some impact on the business community, on bringing in some some uh, good relationship building programs to their companies, and and people get excited about that. So yeah, we'll yeah. look at we'll look at doing those things, and and uh, we're not we're not in a situation where everything has to happen immediately. I well, want right, I yeah. want consistent, steady, good, healthy growth into the right programs. Oh, that's right. great. And with Bryce and Sam. Uh, we'll be able to do that. And, yeah. And Anna, Anna Malone, Tony is, is, has been with me for five years, four years now. And, uh, she's just terrific Yeah. and really it, it just keeps us going. That's great. And yeah, it couldn't, couldn't be luckier. Yeah. So couldn't love Toledo more. I gotta there we say go. that. There we go. Just couldn't love Toledo more. Wait, wait two We're years and then you'll see downtown that. and then yeah. you might love it a little it's more. It's so exciting. So it's, we just talked about a whole bunch of programs going on and some new ones coming up. How can, let's say, a young guy like me or anyone else who might want to get involved with Leadership Toledo start that process? Well, I would encourage you strongly to go to leadershiptoledo.org. And, uh, Beautiful website, by the way. That's a really you. good site. Thank I agree. You. Much better than ours. Thank you. Hey, if you guys uh, need it redone, Bob, <laughs> just tell me. Shame, shameless plug. The uh, the the. Information about the programs are there. We're actually just this week started accepting applications to the adult program. Uh, it's it's uh, over a quarter filled already, but which is a good thing. Yeah. And uh, we want that. the The other thing, uh, watch in the next in the next three weeks, we'll be doing. There'll be a lot of us around talking and doing things because Restaurant Week Toledo right, kicks yeah. off the first week of March. Yeah, uh, we put Restaurant Week Toledo together. It's a fundraiser for it's us. It's amazing. It's super I should fun mention too. all of our youth programs are tuition free. That's why we have to go out and raise money. There is tuition for the adult programs, but anything we do for the kids is tuition free. Cool. And so the somehow, proceeds of Restaurant Week, Restaurant Week Toledo, and our and our and big breakfast yeah and so we're excited with restaurant week toledo we have 44 restaurants signed up now wow. and uh it's um posters are being printed and our kickoff off event on march 
fifth, I, third? According to your website, the third. Okay, third. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Fifth is the wine festival. <laughs> uh, uh, March 3rd, uh, tickets went on sale today for that, and that last year sold out very quickly. It's a yeah. really fun night of, of uh, buy your ticket and uh, tasting of beer, wine, and and uh, probably about 12 of our restaurants who will be in the in Restaurant Week Toledo will have samplers there. And it's it's a super fun night. I, I awesome. can I can vouch for that. That's always a good time. It I've is been there a good time. Past couple of years, it's, yeah. it's a lot of fun. Yeah, but Are, so, is it going to be at the same location? The yes, Secor we're building? still in the Secor building. And, uh, and we, you know, it just has such a great downtown feel. Yeah. 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 That, that room's just awesome. So it limits the number of people we can have, but it just... Uh, it makes you feel like what we think downtown should feel like. Yeah. And it's fun. So we've, uh, you've given us a lot of cool stuff to do already. <laughs> and there's one thing we like to always ask people and it's, do you have a favorite hidden gem in Toledo that more people should know about? Obviously we've talked about a lot of cool stuff already, but is there, is there anything else you might want to emphasis on the word hidden? Cause we've covered all of the big stuff. Yeah, if you say the, the Metro shows. parks, we're kicking you right out. <laughs> You're out. Um, but yeah, so something that maybe, other people have not known about well there there are so many <laughs> terrific little gems around but i have to honestly say woodlawn is one of the yeah. things people go. should go spend some time in hang out in the cemetery they well, have, it's well it it's, sounds funny but it, it, it really, you know what's, it's almost you know, like a park you know why itself. woodlawn is there no cemeteries used to be in the outer limit of the town Okay. And cemeteries were where the families went on a Sunday afternoon for a picnic with their loved ones who were no longer with them. So they were park-like. That's why yeah. they're building these beautiful settings and not all piled together like the newer parts of the cemeteries are. Yeah. yeah. And this was a this was a, a nature preserve and a beautiful walking area, birding area. And it was designed to be that. And then it's gotten away from being that. And the concept is, how can we get this gem back into uh, what it was originally designed? Now, maybe we're not going to sit and eat Kentucky Fried Chicken on somebody's gravestone. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we might really enjoy a beautiful walk and, and a piece and of Arby's, bread and cheese. Maybe Arby's. And, yeah, maybe Arby's. <laughs> or oysters, you know. Oysters and oysters wine. Oysters and wine. <laughs> little picnic out there yeah can you take wine to the cemetery i don't well, think they'll stop you yeah, yeah. who's the, who's com stop who's the complainer <laughs> just call it holy water yeah yeah, yeah exactly uh, there should be something we can get away with <laughs> so i mean that's that's a that's a little different putting out but i think so from from what i hear year after year in the class nobody's been there yeah, yeah no and it's like Wow. This I hadn't even really heard of it cool. until this time. Yeah, I hadn't, hadn't heard of it either. I think I'd been there for like a funeral mm -hmm. like yeah. years ago. Yeah, but then, that's in and out and you're not, right, sure. you're not enjoying you're not the there beauty to enjoy yourself. Right. Right. You're there. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and you're right. I was really impressed. By, especially when you do it kind of in conjunction with having just talked about kind of those families mm -hmm. when, when you're when you look at the history of, of Toledo in general. And you see like, oh, this is the Secor family or this is yeah. you, know, you know, this and that. It, yeah. it, the names on the on the poster on the on the mausoleums and yeah. and the and and then you start to learn and you're connecting and you realize the Libbies who built the art museum did so much for the city. Their their memorial is very simple and plain because they were yeah and and then uh, John Gunkel is there started the Boys and Girls Club. Oh, his monument that's the pyramid. Phenomenal, right? yeah, pyramid of yeah. of of. of 
rocks, stones yeah. collected by the kids. Hmm. It's just awesome. That's I mean, this, cool. this guy, this guy transformed the poor kids who were selling street uh, newspapers on street corners, gave them a place to eat, started off at a Thanksgiving dinner, gave them a place to eat, ultimately a place to stay, ultimately created and, and was the birth of the Boys and Girls Club, the Boys Club, which eventually wow. turned into the Boys and Girls Club. I had no idea. In our cemetery in Toledo. <laughs> wow, and it's just awesome. really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So those are those. That's a that's just such a wonderful hidden historic treasure. Yes. I obviously like the history yeah, stuff. Yeah, no, that's that's a that's <laughs> yeah. a great one, and we appreciate you didn't say the Metro Parks, <laughs> even though we love the Metro Parks. I love yeah, the they're Metro amazing. Parks, but... They're not hidden anymore. We've gotten the word out. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not hidden. <laughs> and and if I did do the Metro Parks, I'd probably say the new one along the river is going to really be awesome. Oh, the Middle Grounds, yeah, yeah, yeah. Middle Grounds going to yeah. be great. Definitely, it's going to be great. Yeah. We we when we were um, I was. Back in the Owens Corning days, I was intimately involved in building the the building on the river, and and the vision and view was, how can that be turned into a park? Yeah. And and um, at that point, the Metro Parks didn't own it, and it was it was just really a dream. And the landscaping, the landscaping along the river from in the Owens Corning property went to a point that we could connect it to a metro park if it ever became one yeah so that's just neat planning yeah. so so when people say there's no city planning in Toledo <laughs> yes there is and there's vision there's all kinds of really neat things sometimes you just have to open your eyes sometimes and it takes attention. a little sometimes it takes a little time yeah. and it takes a little time <laughs> gotta look behind some buildings yeah I like running down there the the block between imagination station and OC that's a nice little I live at oh. LaSalle on Adam Street oh, so nice. I can just two blocks and then that's a good run I used to buy my clothes at LaSalle I had a I had a favorite when it was a department store. Oh, okay. They had a yeah. great men's department when I first moved back to Toledo, and this wonderful lady used to let me pick my suits out early, and she'd hide them <laughs> until the sale started. So I have That's fond memories of LaSalle too. <laughs> That's a winner. Awesome. <laughs> well, Dave, thank you very much for being on the show. Absolutely, yeah, thank pleasure. you so Thanks much. A lot. Appreciate it. We appreciate wow, has it. it really been three hours already? It has. <laughs> it went by so quickly. <laughs> Yeah, it's dinner time. Right? Whoa. Happy hour first. Painless, right? Come on. Happy Painless. hour. He said it. Where, where are we going for happy hour? Uh, we'll Somewhere. talk about it off the, air. the monastery. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us for episode 17 of the Toledo Matters podcast. And we hope you have you back in two weeks for our next episode. Thanks a lot. <laughs>